0: Popping on PJ. Welcome, I'm Whitney. Thanks for joining us for our mostly awkward, slightly social podcast. This week's episode is called
1: West Coast Adventures.
0: So, the last episode I said would lead into this because the end of the episode I was talking about, you know, planning this year's vacation. And we've had some vacations. Actually, I think all of our vacations, some kind of shit always happened. Yeah. But they always end up fine or great, whatever. But there's always some shit and enough to tell the rest of the world. So we, just PJ and I, went to, we did a Vegas, California trip. So we flew into Vegas. We were only in Vegas from Saturday to Monday. So we fly into Vegas. We decided we're going to have a rental car because we needed the rental car because we had to drive to California. Right off the bat, that was a disaster. We were in this building and there was probably like five, six rental car places. No one was there. Maybe two or three people. We picked the rental car company. That the line, it took, what, two hours at mm-hmm. least to get our car. And then we get out there, and then there's another line that we were waiting in until somebody realized we had already done all the first steps. And then I don't even think we got what we originally.
1: We didn't. We were supposed to get a Jeep. Oh, yeah. But then they wouldn't take debit card.
0: Oh yeah, did I have to use my credit card?
1: We had to use your credit card because it wouldn't take debit card for some magical reason. That pissed me off.
0: Oh yeah. So there was that. Then we got our car.
1: And I don't I think you drove.
0: Actually for most of the time I think you drove. Driving in Vegas sounded like a, a bowl full of anxiety that I didn't want to participate in.
1: It wasn't joyful.
0: I don't think it was too bad, though. Like, it wasn't as chaotic as I think we thought it was going to be. It wasn't.
1: Well, I did all the Vegas driving. And I did all the desert driving.
0: Majority of it, yeah, after we got past. So, Vegas, we stayed at the Luxor.
1: Yep, the Pyramid.
0: It was nice. It was really... It
1: was cool. I loved it.
0: Yeah, it was a really neat. Like, we didn't really go there for the gambling. So... First night, I don't, the only thing we did is went to our room and then we walked around to go get food, but it was hot as shit. Mm -hmm. It was, had to be over a hundred degrees at nighttime. That just wasn't, it, it probably, was it humid?
1: It was the opposite of humid. It was like really hot, like the hottest I've ever felt. No sweat though. Okay.
0: I just remember I was walking and it was dark and I just remember it was so fucking hot. And we just stopped at whatever little sandwich shop or whatever that we could find. And then we had our, we, that was enough. So then the next day we had a really big day planned because what did we do? We went to IHOP, Yeah. which the IHOP was the best IHOP I've ever been to in my life. And I haven't been to that many IHOPs.
1: So They had the freshest avocados I ever ate in my life.
0: Oh, their, yeah, their breakfast was fantastic. So that's what we did first. We did an escape room, which that escape room was the biggest escape room I've ever been in. I've done quite a bit of escape rooms. We did the Saw, like the movie.
1: That was fire. Yeah, that was really, really cool. That was my first escape room.
0: Yeah, most escape rooms are just a dinky room and maybe a part of another dinky room. But this was huge. It was probably like a whole warehouse. That we had a good time. Oh, then. We went to this shopping mall thing that they even had valley shopping, valley parking. <laughs> it was humongous. We had a good time though, walking around to all the little shops that were like pretty much outside. Then it was, of course, it was hot. It was probably in the, you know low hundreds, but that's hot. We found this stand that had these fruity little drinks with that tahini, sticky whatever shit on it that yeah. was absolutely fabulous. And then it was time to go. And I was like, well, which way is the car? Isn't the car over here to the right? And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's to the left. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe he knows what he... I do this all the time. I'm like, maybe he knows what he's talking about. Because I don't want to be, like, controlling and I know everything. So I'm like, you know what? He got this. He didn't have it. I did not have it. He was wrong. I was wrong. I I was absolutely correct. Like, we were maybe... A minute, two-minute walk to the car. My way. His way was basically like crawling on your hands and knees through the desert, searching for water. You're going to die.
1: Yeah, it was turned like a one, two-minute walk into a 20-minute walk. It was the hottest shit ever. Nobody else is out there walking. Just us two. Dying. It was hot. That was hell on earth.
0: So our daytime was pretty... Pretty laid back spot to spot, just experiencing shit. It was fun, and then we went to Planet Something. I think it was Planet Thirteen.
1: So it was like the it biggest. It was a random number. Legal weed dispensary
0: in America. In America, and it it was definitely an experience. Like you have to stand in line. You, you have to get your get ID a number. Che- <laughs> yeah, get your ID checked. There's people pushing carts that work there and they have like a security guard with them into like a secure room there was probably like 40 registers there Mm -hmm. it was a big deal you have to wait for your number and your name to be called so we got we got some weed (laughs) and we got gummies Which we didn't really know, you know, how it is out there since it's legal. So, and I, I knew I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to smoke anyway. So I was like, all right, well, let, maybe let's get some gummy Because I felt like I wanted to like participate in the fun shenanigans. So we had plans that night because pretty much we only had one full day in Vegas. We wish we would have had longer. Now we know that, but we, we didn't know. What the experience is going to be like. We've never been there before. We haven't been on the West Coast. So we only had one full day there. So that night we had planned a, like a strip show. So it wasn't like a strip club. It was actually in our, ho- in our hotel yeah. was the strip show. So we had planned that. So we're like, we're going to get showers. I'm going to get dressed up real cute. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to do my hair. We had some time to chill. So then we're like, okay, take the gummies. So I'm like, all right, well, how many of these gummies should I take? I've never taken gummies before, and I knew I wasn't going to smoke. So I was like, how many gummies should I take? He was like, you should take two. You'll be fine. I I don't know how many he took, to be quite honest, at this point. <laughs> so anyways, okay, fine. Take two, fine. Get a shower, get out, laying in the bed, wasn't dressed yet. Plus, we had time before we had to get ready. Laying in the bed, and I'm just, I'm laying there, and I'm like, my mouth is so dry like my mouth's never been this dry in my entire life like i i can't function can't move i can't can't do anything can you go get me a drink so he remembered that there was a
1: soda machine a soda machine
0: snack area right down around the corner okay cool so i'm laying in bed i'm in the room by myself naked already having issues I'm laying there and time goes so slow and I swear I hear a knock on the door and I lay there for another second and it probably was like 30 seconds later, I jump up in a panic because it felt like that knock had happened two hours ago and I'm like, oh no, it was him, he doesn't have his key, he couldn't get in, what am I going to do? Where did he go? There's no knocking anymore. So, I jump up naked, look out the peephole. I don't see anybody. And then I'm pacing up and down the little hallway in our room. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So, then I crack open the door. I don't see anybody. So, I shut the door. I'm pacing back and forth. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What if something happened to him? Because I knew he had taken gummies too. I'm like, what if he fell over the railing? What if he got kidnapped? What if he got robbed? (laughs) What if he's down at security trying to get a key to the room? What if he went to the wrong room? I don't know what happened. If he left, said, fuck it, gave up, I did not know. Panicking. So I opened the door one more time. Remember, I'm butt-ass naked. But at this point, I didn't care. I felt like I was about to save life, and I didn't care how I had to do it. So I opened the door, look up, look left, look right. I don't see him. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to do something. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I can call. And then I look, and there's his phone on the nightstand. So obviously, I'm not going to be calling him. And then... My suitcase is open, and I just grab whatever's on top. I don't even know what I had on at this point. (laughs) I just threw on whatever the fuck I can find. It was an emergency. So I throw on clothes, make sure I have my phone. I think I grabbed his phone, too, because those hotels, and maybe that's like a fancy, It's I guess not new, but we we didn't know that. Your key card is your phone. You hold your phone up to the door, and it unlocks the door. Like, you don't have an actual key card. So I grab my phone. Pretty sure I grab his phone. I fling open the door. I make a left and I'm charging down the hallway because I'm going to go rescue him. I'm going to save his life. I don't have no ransom I could pay, but I'm going to go get him back. And I hear behind me, Whitney, what are you doing? And I turn around. I'm like, where were you? where did you go? I've been waiting here forever. I've been waiting for hours. You, I didn't know what happened to you. He's like, I've been gone for like five minutes. I'm like, there is no way. He was like, I'm literally right around the corner carrying the sodas and the snacks. and I'm. It felt like hours.
1: She was walking the wrong way too.
0: I just walked out and made a left. I don't know why. I just walked out, made a left. I was... I was, you could see the way I was walking. I was going to come save you. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it took, I was going to save your life.
1: You were on a mission.
0: I was going to get you back. Whatever it took. And then there he was. He was fine. There was no problem. He had a soda. Whatever. So then eventually it starts, you know, like fading out, dying off. So I'm like, all right, we can, you know, we can go to this strip show. So I get dressed. We get all dressed up. We go down. And it was what, maybe like an hour or something before the show? It was quite a bit before the show. And we were in this big area that had little, like, hallways to each event. Like, if it was a comedy show, if it was a strip show. So we're in this huge area. And they have, like, the, the bench seats with the cushions on them that kind of go in like a circle in different areas. So we take a seat on the bench. And then to the left of us, there's another bench. And I think it was like a brother and sister, right, waiting for their parents or something, or waiting it for their like, family.
1: Like a young boyfriend and girlfriend waiting for something. It
0: was two teenagers. They were they were young. They weren't like 17, 18, 19. They were probably like 15, 16. They were like waiting for their family because they did Oh no, they just left together. Anyway, they're sitting there. And we're there for quite a bit of time. And then they get up mm-hmm. and they start walking away then you're going to have to finish this cuz i don't remember all of it but they get up and they start walking away and the girl left her phone
1: on the seat mhm so i peeped it and i've also peeped that there was another group of people that were peeping it too
0: and you could see that they they know one person especially noticed it mm-hmm. and he came over and tried to do that didn't he he, did that. he
1: sat down next to it tried to play on his phone you know, because nobody, I don't think anybody else but me and Whitney noticed him. So he, you know, he sat next to the phone, was playing on his phone, making it look like he wasn't paying attention. Then he got up and the phone got up with him it wasn't there anymore. And I called it play by play because I watched, I watched it all go down. I knew he was plotting.
0: But then I couldn't remember. <laughs> Did you say to the girl or was that you? No,
1: you wanted to track the girl down and tell her. About it. Yes. And I was like, no, we're going to mind our business. We ain't from around here. I don't know who's who and what's what. I'm not getting involved with telling nothing about shit. We're minding our business. Right or wrong, that's what I did to stay out of drama.
0: I couldn't remember. For some reason, I thought you yelled to the girl.
1: Nah. We we had seen them. Like, we started walking around because we got bored. I think we were trying to find, like, a shop or something to buy some coffee or something. And... We ended up seeing them, but we didn't we decided it was best to just mind our business. We didn't. Well, I decided it was best to just mind our business. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't wanna get involved with that. I don't know who the hell those people are. And I don't wanna know who those people are. I just wanted to go to my strip show. <laughs> I know. It's
0: just I always try to think of if that was me, that's probably why I'm very vocal and I'm very outspoken and I will probably speak up. When there's probably the better option is to not say anything, I always do. And that's probably why, because I'm like, literally, if that was me, I couldn't imagine. I'm sure I said that, too. Like, I couldn't imagine being somewhere, and I get up for a second, and I don't have my phone. Because you remember what the... the, Listen. (laughs) So there was... It was actually this past fall. I know we're... So I went here, but it was this past fall and I was sitting on the ground at my son's football practice and I was texting PJ and he was, you were coming up, I think. And so then I wanted to make sure I kept, kept looking at my phone cause I set it down on the ground. I want to make sure I kept looking at my phone cause I'm pretty sure that you were coming and I wanted to make sure that if you were going to beat me there, you know what I mean? Cause I was still practice. And I go to look at my phone and it had like, the welcome to AT&T and I'm like what the hell I didn't restart my phone and then it's going on for such a long time i realize my phone's factory resetting and I don't know how the fuck that happened and I am in a panic because the only way you can sign onto your phone is by getting your email verification which I obviously can't get because I can't get onto my phone and I'm just like pure panic and I get in the car and I think I looked on my car or something. I think I called you in the car because my Bluetooth from my phone, I don't remember, somehow, some way, but it wiped out all my, no, it wiped out all my contacts so I couldn't see anything because it wasn't connecting right. So I just quick went through all the options and just bypassed everything and didn't sign on to this, that, and the third, just so I can get in my phone. And some things carried over, but his phone number was, like, the only one I was 100% confident of the number to call. Because I'm like, I'm not going to call my mom. She's going to be like, Whitney, I'm tired. I can't help you right now. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So I called him, and I was absolutely crying. When I cry, like, when I'm seriously distraught, I get real rammy, I talk really fast, and my voice gets extremely high-pitched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So he met me at AT&T. They couldn't help me. Somehow I figured it out. And it all worked out. But back to Vegas. So that's just <laughs> my point is, like, I'm in shambles if something happens to my phone. So in that instance, I'm like, when she got up to walk away and we saw her phone, like, I immediately wanted to. But that, that guy was right on it. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as she got up, he was over there sliding on the bench. Like, there was really no time. And... PJ's like, no, we gotta mind our business. So I'm like, all right. He knows what he's talking about. He was
1: watching that phone from the moment she had set it down and was waiting for them to get up and forget about it. You could tell this is what those people do.
0: Yeah, because she was sitting like <laughs> facing the opposite, the other direction of her phone. Her phone was like behind her. So they were waiting for her to get up, and I'm like, well, I have to listen because it's like there's a whole group of dudes, and he's a dude. So, if we speak up and a fight ensues, like he's gonna have to be the first one that jumps in, I will jump in. But and I that's, can't really do
1: much. That is why I say I'm minding my business. Cause it's just about being smart. Like, I I know people that, that do what those people did. Like, they hang around where a lot of tourists go, cause they know tourists get comfortable and leave shit around. So they're, they pickpocket, they watch what you sit down, wait for you to get up, leave it there. I'm all the way on the West Coast. I don't know nobody but Whitney here. She ain't from here. Do I need to be meddling into people's illegal activities? Or just enjoy my vacation?
0: <laughs> it wouldn't see, but it and that's the thing because I had to be like, okay, because it was like a whole group of dudes. And the thing is, I would jump in, but I'm just little <laughs> me. So I'm like, I have that's gonna automatically involve him. So if he's <clears> like, let's not do it, let's not do it. If it was different and it was a whole bunch of girls. A-
1: Forgot it. I still would have told you to mind your business, and I wouldn't have probably minded my business on that one.
0: I would. I felt like I would have been able to make the executive decision on that one, and I definitely would have been like, "We're gonna go get her."
1: The moral of this story is: if you take anything out of this, please store your shit on the cloud. Google Cloud, iCloud, any cloud, because if you lose your phone, you will still have your memories, which is what I think is people's biggest issue when they lose a phone is, the is. pictures, yep. little memories and shit. So just try to keep as much shit as possible on the cloud, because there's people out there ready to snatch your shit. You set it down and forget about it for two seconds.
0: And, that's, and I am, I am when I, especially when I travel, I am a paranoid Pat. I will check my, do I have my license? Do I have my passport? I, continuously, nonstop, five minutes after I just checked. That is, so me, I'm always making sure my stuff is on me and I know where it's at. Even my son, he went to uh, New York City with just his friends. And I'm like, your wallet in your front pocket. Don't set your phone down anywhere. Make sure it's in your hands at all times. You know where everything is. Don't like lay your wallet on the table.
1: Yeah.
0: I I'm very like you make those are the important things like your keys, your wallet, and your phone. You need to know where they are at all times, and if you have your kids, make sure.
1: <laughs> That's my problem because I'm usually like that too. I'm always double tapping my back pockets, make sure my keys, my wallets is in there, my phone is in my other pocket. But when I have my kids, they are so uh, <laughs> rambunctious. I guess is the word. Like they'll. They'll have your mind in 10 different places in one second, so you can forget about things. Like, I just locked my keys in the car, like, two months ago. And you just lost your key sledding. And, yeah, I just lost my key sledding. That, that one was my fault, though.
0: All right, so back to... Okay, so then we went and we saw the strip show. It wasn't anything too exciting. It was just titties. Just titties yeah. Everywhere. It, was a, it was an experience. We just yeah. wanted to, you know, experience. Like, even when we went for our walk and then they have... You know, the showgirls as you're walking. Like, it was just the experience. We thought it was fun. It was a good time. Yep. So then, Monday morning, we were set out for, what was it, eight hours? Six hours? Eight hours?
1: I think it was a six-hour drive.
0: Six-hour drive from Vegas to Lake. Lake Tahoe. Yep. And we had to go
1: through... Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> right through the whole, like, right drive, right through the middle of that motherfucker.
0: The whole thing.
1: And listen, (laughs) you know, that sounded great when we were planning the trip, but we, none of us sat back as adults to say, okay, we're going to be in a desert, the hottest desert on earth. We didn't have any extra cases of water in the back of the car, snacks. We didn't have like a survival kit. (laughs) Like if that car would have broke down... (laughs) We would have died. There would have been no survival. There was nothing nowhere at all whatsoever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But the one thing that you did read up on that we did make sure that we did was since there's no service out there. So, basically, it was like plan ahead with your GPS, plan ahead with your maps. Oh, yeah. Make sure you already have it preloaded because once you leave leave service, you can at least see what you had preloaded. Yeah. Because, so we anticipated that we were going to lose service. We didn't know what the drive was going to look like. We didn't know, we didn't know any of that. So, we start on our drive and we get to right at the beginning of Death Valley and there's a pool off for restrooms.
1: It was like a brick oven.
0: It was no joke, bro. It was probably like 110. It was hot. So I'm like, we're going to stop here and we're going to go to the bathroom. So you open the bathroom door and it's literally like a metal toilet. No back, no like closing lid. It's just like this metal toilet in the back of the, the room. All cement floors, one of those like shitty ass, you know, a garage sink they would have. And I go in and I walk out and I'm like, I I can't. Like I physically cannot go to the bathroom in here. It was the hottest room you've ever been in. There was even it was so hot and so fucking rank in there. I even only saw one fly. <laughs> like the flies could not even survive in there. They, they no. It smelled. It was the
1: Bro, the 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 sh- I I don't know. I don't think these toilets could flush cuz the bottom of the toilet No, it was like a
0: porta pot basically. It was just
1: full of layers and layers oh of oven baked shit.
0: It yeah. It was, I'm like, I physic- I have to go to the bathroom. And then I'm debating, like, do I just go behind this building? Like, what do I do? But then another family pulled up. and even <laughs> The lady, after she, she went in, out, in and out twice. And then she just decided she had to go to the bathroom so bad. She was, I don't know what language she was speaking, but you could tell she was saying, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Get me out of here. So I come out and I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. But I'm like, I physically, I cannot even... You can't put your shirt over your face. Like there was no escaping it. Holding your breath, you could not do it. It was impossible. So, this one here, when he washes his laundry, he washes his laundry with about 1,600, let's just say a whole box <laughs> of dryer sheets. And when he, like, dumps his laundry and stuff, he doesn't take out the dryer sheets. Like, if he's going to fold it in a shirt or hang it, hang the shirt up and there's a dryer sheet stuck to it, it's staying stuck on there. Yeah. Because he puts clothes on all the time and dryer sheets fall off of him. So, he's like, I know I got dryer sheets in here. We knew we had masks. So, we get a mask and we, I put a dryer sheet under the mask.
1: Bro, I forgot about that part. I didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I put a mask on, we put it, well, we put a dryer sheet in the mask and I put the mask on, I go in and I'm like, I, I still can't, I fit, I cannot do it. Like the smell was, it, it was worse than the dirtiest porta pot you've ever been. I can't, I'm like, I still can't do it. So we went back out and I think we dug out another mask. We did like two masks, two dryer sheets. And, I, and then I went in, still put my shirt over my face and went to the bathroom and got the fuck out of there. And I was absolutely repulsed. And that was only the beginning of our road trip. <laughs> so we start making our way. And it's actually really cool. Most of it's very flat. But you're going into so many different scenarios. You go in, like you pass a whole bunch of salt flats. Then you, it, you know, like sand dunes, deserts. We pulled over for that. But you couldn't really walk too much in the sand. It was hot. It, it it was insane. I think I put one of his I think I put a hat on or something.
1: Yeah, I gave you my my little fisherman hat. Oh yeah, blocked the sun because <laughs> there was there's no vegetation for shade. Like it's just hot ass sun. I think I have a picture still on my phone. I took a picture at that one spot where that dried out log was at. It was like 119 degrees. I gotta check, but it was like 119 degrees there. It was insane. And we saw somebody's dog jump out of their truck, oh, walking I, on it hot.
0: Oh, ass, I we didn't uh, like heat. that. Yes, because we we pulled off, and this was still kind of the beginning where you can park and you can walk up this, you know, like this small stone mountain, and then you could just see like the little stone formations for miles, and it was insane. And there was an RV parked and the window was cracked because these people went up. And it, it's not a far walk. But then the dog jumped out of the window. And I, I was like mortified the whole time. I'm like, people come get your like get your dog hurt. Because you know the dog's paws were had to have been fucking melting. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't even imagine. Like, I was mortified. I hated it.
1: You could have thoroughly cooked food on that
0: floor. Oh my gosh, it was insane. So it was cool. We stopped off a couple different places. <clears throat> Loved it. Then that was probably like, you know, a couple hours in. And, you know, at this point, we just wanted to get on our way. (laughs) Listen, I advise that you could do it just for the experience. But that is something I will do once and I will never do it again. I don't care if that's the only way that you can get to California. I'm not ever going over there again. Because let me tell you what. When you're driving up these rock mountains and <laughs> the roads are so thin and it's so hot and you're not supposed to really run the air conditioning because it mess up the car, and there's pullover spots to check your brakes before you start going up and down and off the side of the road where you're basically right up against because the roads are so small. There's no big, beautiful, green trees, so you don't see the drop-off to your death. It's There's nothing blocking you your view. You see your
1: drop-off, and you see where people have dropped off, and the cars are still there.
0: Yeah, there was cars on the side of the road, all rusted. I know for me, because I was in the passenger seat, so he was focused on the road he was driving. I That's probably the worst panic attack I've ever had in my life, and I had to have it silently because... It was mortifying, and I didn't want him to be mortified and scared because there was a couple times, like, I looked at straight. I Even, you know how you can see stuff out of the corner of your eyes? Mm-hmm. Nope. I made sure I looked so fucking straight. There, I, I was blind in my right. Like, I could not see to the right because if I looked over, and there was a couple times I thought it was over. Like, I thought, you know, we're going to come down and we were going to be back on flat. No. And so I'm like breathing a sigh of relief and then you look a little bit ahead and you see a big curve and on the left is just a rock mountain (laughs) and the right is death. And honest to goodness, I really thought that especially when we passed the car dropped off the side of the cliff, I thought this I'm di- I'm going to die here. I'm not going to make it out alive. We don't have any service. Nobody's even going to fucking ping to even know we fell off the fucking face of the earth. And no one's going to, there's no cars, really. We're going to die. And that happened multiple times that you kind of, you go down a hill and the mountains open up. They're not there anymore and you're back to flat land. And then you look ahead and there's a curve and there's just rocks and you
1: it's, it gets disorient, disorienting, especially like for me as the driver. Cause I thought I went down so much that we were down the mountain. and come, come to notice, you got to go down more mountains somehow, some way. Yeah. And then you look ahead and it looks so flat and that mountain doesn't look that big. When you get up to the mountain, it's like the biggest mountain ever. Like I, it, it's just so weird.
0: I think it's because, like, around where we live, there's lots of, like, mountains with drop-offs you go kind of high, but there's trees everywhere, so it just looks pretty.
1: Yeah, our mountains are nowhere near as big. Like, they're not stopping clouds from going. Like, you can actually see their mountains on the West Coast blocking clouds from continuing along. Our mountains are not that big. No. And they're green. So, like, you could be on an on edge, and it doesn't feel that bad because the tree's no. blocking your, your view of the fall.
0: And you're still going 55, 60 miles an hour. You're yeah. cruising. But there you're going 20, 25 30 and you still think that's too fucking fast. So then we finally get out of Death Valley and we pull off to a gas station I'm like, okay, I'll drive. And then it was a pretty it was pretty straight. you're on the highway, it was nice. Then you get to like the pretty where the gr- pretty greenery and the beautiful flowers are in California. And those roads are super thin, super curvy, no guardrails. <laughs> so I was driving. So then he got to have. I got the panic. The To see. And it, that wasn't even anything close to what it was in Death Valley.
1: We were driving around Lake Tahoe. Well, I think that was like a part of Lake Tahoe. And on my side is a straight, like the drops it crazy like, like you're at know the know edge, there's edge a road here yep but on her side it's not that bad because you got the the lane and then the trees and the mountains so it doesn't you can't tell how bad it is where you're at <laughs> i just made sure i just focused on the road and i you know drove slow
0: took my time but i was trying to look a little bit because it was it was very interesting it was a the experience of the drive was pretty cool because you go through so many different what's the right word The scenery. Yeah. Because you go
1: from desert to like pine trees areas where the weather's nice. It was like a little patch. And then you're back to like prairies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But it was real. I mean, there was some. I mean, there was a lot of parts that we passed through that, that, you know, you you knew that's where some of the wildfires were because it was just black everywhere. The trees were black. And then you'd go through these towns they you're like, I don't even know how you, uh, Amazon comes out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one, one house just stuck in the desert and then a little bit more. And like, you know, the old time fences that are just like a post in the ground with some wires. But it, I mean, the drive itself overall, it was a really neat experience. It was just the scariest thing I've ever encountered in my life. So then finally we get to Lake Tahoe and we had an Airbnb cabin and it's nighttime. And we were so hungry, but we just wanted to get settled in.
1: First of all, these cabins, <laughs> on all the windows is these wires. And these wires are to block bears from breaking into your fucking cabin through the glass to eat you. Or eat your food and then eat you.
0: Well, yeah. So we get we get there. And before we can even get in the house, we have to turn... The bear... What was it? The bear fence off. The house is, like, wrapped in...
1: A bear fence.
0: An electrical fence. (laughs) And I'm like, what if I hit the wrong button? What if we don't turn it off? What if we... So that took us probably, like, 20 minutes just to get in the house. Because we were trying to figure out if, like, we really still wanted to risk our life life or just leave in the fucking car. (laughs) So we get the bear fence turned off. And then we're looking for DoorDash. And I don't think there was anything... And we realized we'd have to go back the same scary way, like 20 minutes to go get food. So we decided we didn't want to do that. And we found a uh, market,
1: like a mini market. Yeah, we found like a little supermarket type situation. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we did that. That was fine. Then. What, the next day did we go whitewater rafting?
1: It doesn't even count as whitewater rafting. No, it was like lazy river rafting.
0: No, I think it was the next day we wanted to do something. We were driving around trying to find something to do. We ended up doing the whitewater rafting thing.
1: Because we went into
0: town to that restaurant and I hit hit the waitress. Yeah. We went in this restaurant (laughs) that was so small and basically we were sitting up against a wall that was kind of open on both sides. You could walk around it. But our table was up against the wall. And I didn't know the waitress was behind us. And I talked with my hands. <laughs> and did you have our food? Mm, I don't think so. I don't remember. I just know that I threw back my hand, smacked the waitress. That was an accident. And I was, then I had anxiety. I'm like, can we just eat get the fuck out of here? I think we got most of it to go. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then we did the, yeah, it was like a lazy river rafting. Yeah. It was supposed to be like I mean, It was a
1: real river, but it was slow. It wasn't white water.
0: No, at the end it got a little iffy, but it was very pretty. Float along. Oh, there was this one
1: part. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> we're bouncing off the fucking branches. Like we were trying to work. You had to work together to get it going, and we didn't have very good teamwork in the beginning. We eventually got a flow until.
0: No, <laughs> no. So we we're like floating around. There was like little ducks because we grabbed snacks for our little boat ride. Yeah. And there was ducks floating around. We were feeding some of the ducks, but then I'm like, "Don't feed all, all of them because then what if we get stranded here and we die, and that's all we have to eat <laughs> So then we're like looking for a pretty place to pull off and I'm like, what about over here so me i'm the i I'm, I don't even know what the right word is
1: you're the the impulsive one
0: yeah.
1: Like, I wanted to paddle our way towards this little little <sighs> land that we could chill at and smoke a cigarette or something. I think we were smoking cigarettes. Like, we just wanted to chill out for two seconds somewhere. She just hops out the damn boat trying to, like, drag the motherfucker over there and bust her <laughs> <laughs> <Bust up> drug- <laughs> <laughs> ass. I was
0: trying to drag our boat over and I did this stumble, stumble. You're screaming while you're still stumbling. It's slow-mo fully fell in the water soaking wet we didn't have our bathing suits on i don't think
1: plain no, clothes had, i had wet shoes on
0: we were it was embarrassing
1: <laughs> yeah she bust her ass i mean it wasn't as embarrassing like to laugh at But her reaction to it was more funny to me. Because I was probably screaming
0: for like 10 minutes while I was almost falling.
1: She did the slow-mo stumbled legs during the windmill fall.
0: And then finally I just committed to it and just fucking dove into the water.
1: But you know what? We still got to the spot, didn't we? We got there. We got there, chilled out. Think we smoked a cigarette. And then we got back in the boat. And we were on our way.
0: Then at the end... There's, I think there was like a waterfall coming up. So that's where the pull off was, where the end of your trip was. And the there actually is rapids there. And if you don't get to your stop. You're going to end up in the rapids. You're going to end up in the rapids. And then you're going to end up in the waterfall. And it's not like they like throw you a hook to grab onto. You have to steer your way over there. And I'm thinking there has to be people that didn't make it. <laughs> and then after, <laughs> they went on a whole new fucking experience. And I don't know how that ended. But that was that was fun, and then what was it at nighttime? We we were coming back, or no, we just wanted to go sit sit. There was like a little outside porchy, and I thought I heard a bear, mm-hmm. and I ran. But he's like, "You left me." But it's not like, "What am I gonna do?" I'm not gonna pick you up and carry you in the house. I heard a noise and I ran.
1: She didn't, you know, like say like, "Did you hear that?" or like bear. Or like, no warning. All I heard was the pitter patter of her feet. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I'll run too. Not even know what I'm running from. It doesn't matter. If you see
0: people (laughs) running, you run.
1: Get the fuck out of Dodge. Find out later.
0: Yeah. You ask questions (laughs) later. Save your life first. So that was...
1: Then after that, I was fucking scared to just be outside. Oh, my
0: gosh. Except for during the day. We went out during the day because we were there for, like, four days. And, And then it was, I think, like, on the last day, we kept seeing, like, there's this one big parking spot where you can actually go on the beach. And we wanted to see that water that I've, you know, seen on different shows or seen people post on Instagram that they have, like those clear canoes and the water is just absolutely beautiful. So I'm like, we got to go there. So if you don't get to this designated beach at like six 30 in the morning, Mm -hmm. because we went, it was probably like 9am, eight 30, 9am. Cause we knew we should go early and it was already, the gates were already closed. They were at capacity. No, no, Cause we stopped in town at that one beach. That was one day. Mm-hmm. We stopped at that one beach, but it wasn't very exciting. I don't even think the water was that exciting. Yeah, it was. It was underwhelming. It was right.
1: I mean, the water was clear. It was nice because you could see. It was hot, and you could see the snow in the mountains. But so, it was rocky. Yeah, it was just too many people, too touristy, and
0: yeah, it was bland. Yeah, it was very bland. So then we knew about this other beach, and so we're like, we're gonna go there. Well, no. It was like closed. And then there was like a next pull-in spot that was closed. So we're literally just driving. We don't know which direction we're going. We're just driving. We start going back up a mountain. And I noticed different places, even up the mountain, high up the mountain, people pull off to the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, we go up and I'm like, you know what, turn around. I think there's a pull-off. So we go down and then we have to turn around again. And I'm like, just pull over here. Because I was looking and I noticed... Some like indentations in the ground where you can tell people walked in that same spot and kinda made a path. So we pull over, all I have is my like Birkenstock sandals. Now I had like the rubbery ones, they weren't the cloggy ones. And I think he had his water shoes and we had a towel and probably like a drink or something. Mm-hmm and we noticed there was a pathway so i'm like we're and we can notice that there was a a, a little beach so i'm like we're we're doing this cuz there's other cars pulled over so we knew we weren't doing anything illegal cuz there was nobody in the cars so we knew they had to go somewhere and to the left was a mountain to the right was the you know the beach and the water so we start making our way down this mountain i'm thinking how are we ever going to get back up here <laughs> cuz it's just like straight down it was quite a bit Like, it's probably one of our mountains around
1: here. Yeah, it was
0: like... It was a lot because we were like almost at the top. We start going down and I'm like, oh, no, I got to
1: go pee. I feel like I've peed in a lot of... Yeah, the last pee story in Costa Rica was the one, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that was the pee in the car. But I'm just saying, (laughs) like, in the jungle and the rainforest in Costa Rica, I've peed in both of those. Yeah. And then he thought we were going to get attacked by animals because they were going to smell my pee. And he was just so paranoid. Like, I would go step to the end of the creek... And see what I can look, see if I can see the monkeys jumping or whatever. And he's like,
1: "I'm not going over there." No, listen, I'm listen an adventurer. Carefully. She is because I have video. I have video documentation of this woman walking up to swamp water, where there's a sign warning you about alligators. I'm mean, crocodiles, not alligators, crocodiles. But I was looking for the bubbles in the water. I. I hear you, but so was that dude the week after we came back, that soccer player that got eaten by a damn crocodile at that bridge where he was at. With the yeah, crocodiles. but we didn't
0: go, the bridge <laughs> where he got eaten, we didn't go down there. We stayed on the bridge. But, like, I was just, like, I was looking for bubbles and stuff in the water. You're not, they hold their breath under the water. I don't care. We were fine. I didn't get attacked. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm, like, walking like If they down, could
1: sneak up on deer and shit, they're going to sneak up on you
0: fine but we're i'm still alive so guess what nothing happened so we're going down we're about halfway down and i'm like i gotta pee and we weren't at the regular beach so i'm like there's not any like porta potties or bathrooms so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna have to just pee in the woods and like dab myself with my little my towel so we did so we go down and we're getting to go around like the little curve we're at the last bit And we look to the right and there's this huge rock because there's huge rocks everywhere. And then like the little white pebbles and you can see the water and it's gorgeous. And then you can see big rocks with people laying out like sunbathing. And but you couldn't see if they had clothes on. But anyway, (laughs) so we look to the right and there's this huge rock and there's this guy butt ass naked laying behind the rock. And I'm thinking it's probably like a homeless person. Since this isn't one of the standard beaches, he's just chilling down here, but he's still, you know, like, hiding behind a rock. So, like, whatever. We're not going to bother him. He's just chilling. He's not going to bother us. We're going to continue on down. So, we go down. We have to jump down a couple little man-made, shitty, freaking big-ass steps. We get down there. This is beautiful. And there's just ass, titties, vaginas. Penises everywhere. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it was a little nude beach. I mean, there's people playing catch with their dogs. Mingling. Chit-chatting, laughing, playing sports.
1: There's the old folks section.
0: Oh. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, I'm thinking, like, do we have to get naked because I can't. I was like, I would love to lay here with my top off and get, like, a real even tan you know put my bathing suit up my ass cheeks get a real nice tan but i'm like i can't do it and he's like if you do it i'll do it i'm like but i i would love to but i just i absolutely because nobody was paying attention to whose shit was out you, you were supposed to have your shit out there okay well
1: we don't it was roll, a, roll. there was a sign saying nude beach
0: yeah but we didn't, but we didn't see, see that until we it. were going back yeah <laughs> we missed a whole sign that said clothing not required mm-hmm. we
1: missed that sign until we were trekking back up the mountain and we saw it on a tree like it was really wild how we stumbled upon that spot but it was cool it was a great great experience yeah
0: nobody bothered anybody and then
1: and i wanted to do the buck naked thing but i didn't want to be the only one we were still new in our relationship so i was like i want to do it but only if she does it too. I couldn't. Like,
0: <laughs> I want to be able to just be free. Because literally nobody... There was only one creepy guy that was walking in the water with his dick out. To there like the two was, teenage girls. Yes.
1: And these young teenage. girls came. They didn't even get naked. But they got in the cold water. And this older dude came from the old people section. And walked his ass butt ass naked right over to them young girls. And was kind of following them around. Yeah, that was weird. That one
0: was weird, but besides that, everybody else, like, there was some people, like, one person made me naked, and the other person wasn't, but, like, everybody was literally, it was literally, like,
1: they were just relaxing on the beach. Yeah, you could tell I was expected to be naked there, and we just didn't expect any of this.
0: No, we didn't. We tried to go out in the water. It was beautiful. Like, even the little white pebbled rocks that were hard to sit on, it was still beautiful, and... It wasn't even too hot. I don't, like, it was hot, but it wasn't, like, insane. It's like normal hot. But the water was ice cold, and you could see the mountains with the snow caps on. It was just, it was absolutely gorgeous. Like, I have a really pretty picture, which I didn't realize when I took it from the top that the one girl that was laying on the rock, her tits were out. Like, at that point, we would have maybe looked a little bit more. We saw (laughs) tits out and the naked guy, but we still proceeded down the mountain. And we didn't give a shit. We don't care. Nobody bothered us. We don't care who has what. A- we don't give a shit. We had a
1: great time. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: That was awesome. And I feel like that was probably the the end
1: of yeah, our adventure. Because I- from there we had to to drive to uh, Reno, but that wasn't like compared to all the other shit we seen. That drive was kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember that part. I just remember dropping off.
1: Yeah, we were over it by then, so we just wanted to get the fuck home.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you can't wait to go on your vacation while you're there. You don't want any day to speed up, but when you're, no matter if you're there four days or a week, like when you're anticipating, this is your last day. I don't know how everybody is, but for me, like I get to the point where I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home to my kids. I'm ready to go home to my dogs. And then as soon as I get home, I'm like fucking book me another vacation. I don't want to be here anymore. So when we went to Vegas and California we flew from Newark. When we went to Costa Rica, we flew from Newark. But when we flew from Vegas and California, we didn't realize when we were at the Newark airport because where we parked, we literally just walked in the airport. So that's when we couldn't find the car. Yeah. So we go out and we knew the section. I always like text it or take a screenshot. It was like, say it was like B-21. I don't remember. But we're like in B-21 and the car's not there. And I'm like, what do we do? Like, w- the car's not here. And apparently, there was another, like, B-21 <laughs> in the fucking premium section that we didn't realize that we parked in until we went to get the fucking ticket to pay to leave. Yeah. Then I was like, we are never doing that again. Because that was, you. we could have bought three plane tickets for that fucking price. Now, not three plane tickets now. Now we can only buy one plane ticket for that price. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I was like, never again. So then, because it, it was probably like a good 30 minutes, 40 minutes. It was a bit before we found the car. Because we were walking around for like 20, 25 minutes before we realized
1: it was their accurate.
0: car was absolutely not there. it was not there.
1: Pressing the alarm button on the key fob. Bruh.
0: And then luckily we realized that it was in a different section. And at that point, like, I almost died when I saw how much it was to get out. But at that point, we just wanted to fucking get on our way home. But when we went to Newark to go to Costa Rica, we... Then it's like we never wanted to do that again. Because you have to take... Wherever you park, that's just like the regular... Loser section. Mm-hmm. They It's like five miles from the fucking airport. Then you got to take the tram or whatever the fuck it's called. The bus. It's I like don't know. Shuttle. Whatever. <laughs> and it's literally like a half an hour drive.
1: And a half an hour wait for it too. Bruh. <laughs> and then we had to find the damn bus stop.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it's like, then which would you rather? Because it's like, even at that point, because that was only... This past year mm-hmm. and I felt like the parking, like how much we had to pay to leave there was still fucking insane. So I'm like at this point,
1: I'd rather just Uber it to the airport, Uber back from the airport. <laughs> no.
0: What we normally do, like when we travel, is like my mom or even when me and my kids we, we when I took them to Jamaica, you'd get a hotel that's like an airport hotel.
1: So you can park
0: your car there for like a week and it's a hell of a lot cheaper and they shuttle you right to the airport. that You don't have to do all that driving to the airport and then remember where you had your car and maybe get a shuttle 30 minutes away till you get to the airport. And then when you're ready to go home, after you get out of the airport, you realize you still got to go find your car. So it's like that is so much better. I mean, I'm sure the prices have increased now, Mm -hmm. but if you just stay at a hotel, go the night before, and then they just shuttle you right there. There,
1: that's that is the way to do it. That sounds cheaper and more convenient, less of a hassle.
0: Yeah, and it might equate to be about the same amount if you park in the freaking lame people parking, like <laughs> we did. It. I feel like it's like the equivalent, but it's just, it just saves you less time. It's so much easier to do. But I think that's all we have. Of our little ramble session of our vacation. Yeah. So thanks for listening.
1: Peace.